Welcome to the Authentic Life Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Wusk. I'm a master certified life coach, author, personal trainer, and nutrition specialist. For over a decade, I've been helping people with their dreams and goals for their life and health. I spent many years watching people get frustrated with their journey in life and giving up on taking actions towards their goals. So I dug in deep to find answers to why so many of us face this same frustration and struggle in life. So in this podcast, we're going to dive in deep on topics surrounding what it means to consistently live a fulfilling and authentic life, where you are unstoppable in taking action towards your dreams and goals. So the only question is, are you ready to start living your most authentic and fulfilling life once and for all? Then let's get started, shall we? Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. For those of you listening in for the first time, welcome, welcome. You picked a fascinating episode to join in on this week. I say it all the time, and this week I really, really mean it because we're talking about authenticity this week. Oh, guys, I coach on authenticity. That is my niche. That is my specialty. And I didn't pick this niche, this specialty for reasons of ease or reasons of because it's so simple to teach people. I picked it for a very powerful reason, and it has to do with my own experience in life and living under so many layers of inauthenticity and then taking so many years to figure out the impact of what this had on my life and what I was truly holding myself back from in life by not giving authenticity a chance. And not only not giving authenticity a chance, but for many years thinking that I was being authentic when in reality I was living from a story of survival and a set of circumstances that was handed down to me um, by biology, social programming, and psychological programming. And so today, I want to spend some time, it's the beginning of a new year, and I want to clarify for everyone out there who might be listening, what exactly it is that I am talking about when I say that the most important thing that you can do for yourself is to start living authentically. What does it mean to discover authenticity and to start living it? Because so many people are so confused about what authenticity means. And it's no surprise. We live in a world that socially cues us and programs us to be so inauthentic so many times. And we're buying into all of these stories about life that are being handed to us that create a lot of illusions for ourselves that convince us that we're being authentic when in reality we're just reacting to stories, stories in our brain that we don't even realize are stories. So today I want to take the time to start clearing some of this up, start start to bring some awareness to you all of what it actually means to be authentic, to live authentically, to start uncovering authenticity for yourself. So let's jump into this today. Let's explore. Let's get a little bit of insight, get some awareness. And I'm hoping by the end of this episode that some of you all out there who might be living in a very inauthentic story of your life and hiding yourself under layers of inauthenticity, hiding yourself from your true potential, that this episode is going to inspire you to rise and thrive and make a change. All right, so let's dive into in authenticity. Let's start off with just defining the word authenticity. Authenticity is the quality of being from undisputed origin, real or true. And this means so many different things and so many different levels. And we're going to get into all of that. 
But I just want you to think about this definition. It is the quality of being from undisputed origin, real or true. And then I want you to think about, when you think about living authentically, when you, when you think about acting authentic, what is it that comes to mind for you? What do you think of doing? What do you think of as far as actions to take in life that are authentic? Because what I see out there when I talk about authenticity with people is that most people dismiss authenticity as being something so important to pay attention to. And most people think it's just something that comes so natural to them. Like, oh, of course, I can choose to be authentic anytime I want. I just have to choose to want to do it. And then I'll be authentic. And then when, when they choose the, the, I guess, idea of what they consider to be authentic, the actions that I see people taking are things like this. So number one, speaking their mind. And when I say speaking their mind, I mean just like whatever pops in their brain, they just say it out loud. And they're like, I'm just being real. I'm just being authentic. I'm just being me. Saying whatever pops into their brain. You know, and then they call that authenticity. Telling people off. That's another thing that I see people doing and then calling it being authentic or just being me, however you want to word it. Another thing that I hear people or see people doing that that they're calling being authentic is saying what feels true in the moment. So saying whatever it is that they're feeling and that that is authentic. Another thing that I see people doing is claiming that authenticity is just following every urge. If their body gives them an urge, if their brain gives them an urge, oh, well, I'm just going to follow my intuition. I'm going to be authentic and I'm just going to do it because my body is telling me to. And I hear so many people doing this, see so many people doing this and then calling that authenticity. The other thing that I see people doing and calling authenticity is not doing things that they don't feel like doing. And I'm talking about, I'm including goals that they have for themselves, plans that they've made for themselves, and they just wake up that day or it comes time for them to do it and like, meh, I don't really feel like doing it. So I guess I don't want to. So I'm just going to be authentic and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be real. I just don't feel like doing it. So I'm just not going to. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real with you all. And they call this being authentic. Now, I want to, some of you guys might be scratching your head and being like, okay, literally you just checked off every single thing that I thought was authenticity. So what is authenticity if those things are not authenticity? So we're going to get to that. But before we do, I think it's important that I, did, I explain to you all why these things are not authenticity and why it, this is why it is that humans are not naturally good at being authentic. Because this is what you all think authenticity is. And this is what biology and psychology and social programming will convince you that authenticity is. But this is not authenticity. And here's why. Remember the definition of authenticity. The quality of being from undisputed origin, real or true. So why these things aren't authenticity is because anything that comes from your lived experience of the world is coming with layers of inauthenticity. All of the things that I just mentioned before that people think are authenticity, they are a product of them reacting to an interpretation of the world that they are living as a story that they have accepted or believed about surviving circumstance. Speaking your mind is going to be done as a reaction to saying what story comes up as the brain creates emotions 
around a circumstance and then tells you what this means about the circumstances of life. And this story is a result of layers and layers of inauthentic programming that life experience has taught you through the lens of survival about how you should or should not show up in life or how others should or should not show up in life. It's not authentic. It is a result of accepting a story that someone else handed to you. It is a reaction to that story. And this is so important to see when it comes to something like telling people off. This is also a reaction to a story about the fact that a behavior is a person and that when a person is exhibiting a behavior, that we tell them off in order to get them to stop doing the behavior so that they can be a better person that we can accept in life. Or there are many other reasons why we might do this. But the truth is, it's not authentic. It's not authentic because all of the things that I mentioned above are reactions to a story. And these stories are not stories that we have chosen with intention, that we want to believe about life, that are based in our core values, that are based in what we truly desire out of life. And we're going to get to explaining that a little bit deeper in a minute, but I want to clear up this here. Okay, so living authentically. When I say living authentically, and I and I bring this up here, I know for a lot of people you're going to be like, well, then what do I do? It sounds like it's kind of hopeless. Like if I'm just going to be reacting to stories all the time, I can't live authentically. And this goes back to, again, a little bit of a program story that we all have that if we don't do something perfectly, then we're not doing it at all. You know, it's kind of this whole belief that if if I can't do it perfectly, I might as well not do it at all because I'm not doing it anyways. And this isn't true. <laughs> First of all, it's only a story. And I want to clarify that when we talk about living authentically, it doesn't mean that living authentically is after we've removed all programming. And then then after we've done that, we're living authentically and we're never doing anything that might have come from a pre-programmed story. Authenticity is more about a journey of discovery and seeking. It's a journey down a path that many of us don't even see is a possibility to follow. And in order to see that that journey, we need to know what authenticity actually is when it comes to how we live our life so that we can know when we're faced with a circumstance how we want to respond, not react, in a way that is authentic where we are choosing the journey of authenticity. Not saying that when we do it, oh, this is the most authentic thing that we can do, and it's the perfect authenticity thing, and that therefore there's no other better. It, remember, authenticity is about a journey. It's about a journey of discovery, uncovering, seeking, okay? So, in order for us to reach a circumstance and then be able to make an authentic decision about what we want to do in response to that situation in life, we will choose the, the path, the journey of authenticity. But in order to do that, we need to understand what authenticity means. So what authenticity actually means is this. This is going to go a bit deep here, so stick with me. Stick with me. The only part of us that is not influenced by inauthenticity is our higher self, our spiritual body, whatever you want to call it, the consciousness that we are, the energy that we are. The spiritual being that is showing up in this life through the biological body that we are experiencing this life with and through. 
okay? So authenticity is about that, that being, because that is the only thing, only part of us that cannot be influenced by inauthenticity. And you might be like, well, no, that's not true because then we end up doing all of these things. Okay, well, th- these these things that we end up doing that are not authenticity, it's not because that being was influenced. It's because that being, we have buried it under layers of inauthenticity. And remember, authenticity is about the journey, the seeking, the uncovering of authenticity, which is that being. And that being has true desires. That being has values of things that it truly wants to bring into this life and create in this life and see what would happen in this life if we bring these things to life and create these things in life. We want to see what is possible to live in this life through the experience of having the biological body while having these values and trying to express them into the world, create them in this world in the conscious action this sort of game that we are playing, that you can call it a game, whatever, that, that this life that we are living. Authenticity is about that being experiencing life through this body and figuring out how to bring all of that into this world and express it into this world in a way that is understood, in a way that is true. So living authentically is about the journey of discovery that comes with removing the inauthentic layers of social programming, psychological programming, and even biological programming. All of that that comes along with experiencing this life in a human body. As we experience life in a human body, we come into contact with circumstance and experience that if we don't remember who we are and what we are here for, which we forget from the moment that we're born, we start forgetting that. And now as conscious adults, we get to go back and remember. But when we show up in this life and we're experiencing it through this human body, we receive all these cues from other people, from the environment, that cue us to start believing things about what is possible for us, about what we're limited to, about what we have to believe this life means about who we are. And authenticity is about seeking the truth of what we want, what we came here for, that's behind all of those layers that begin building up the moment we arrive in this life. Authenticity is about the process of finding out how to express the true wants that our spiritual being wants to bring into this world. And refining our vision of that bigger purpose as we journey forward in pursuit of creating that in this life and learning how to express that in the truest way possible for ourselves in this life. Living authentically is about gaining access to remembering who we've been this entire time that got covered under all of the layers before all of the inauthentic programming that came along with buying into this story of survival that comes along with the human experience. A lot of authenticity is about seeing where this lens of survival has created stories for us. Stories for us about life. Stories for us about other people. Stories for us about ourselves. Authenticity is about peeling back that lens of survival 
to see what other truths could be there so that we can get a little bit closer, one step at a time, a little bit closer, a little bit closer to finding out what we actually want to believe about life. Remembering what it was that we wanted to believe was possible in this life when we arrived before we took that first breath, before we opened our eyes and started the human experience. Authenticity is about what exists behind that human experience. That is about what we came into this life to want to create. Not what we thought we had to create. Not what we started to begin to believe that we needed to create or should create in order to survive a set of circumstances that we started calling life. Authenticity and the journey of it is this deep exploration of getting on that path of remembering who we are. Being able to identify what is a story and how do I ask it questions instead of just believing it. And I want to offer that this exploration leads us into territory that oftentimes, because of our current stories about life and because of our attachment to them, is going to trigger emotions around those stories. The ones that we've been holding on to for dear life for the sake of this survival story. So living an authentic life, I want to say it's not about comfort. It's not about ease. And I'm not here to say the comfort and ease won't be a part of that life. They will be there. Just like comfort and ease is a part of your survival story. But comfort and ease will come from totally different places when we start living our authentic lives. Comfort and ease will come as we stretch ourselves into our potential and we start discovering what is possible for us when we challenge ourselves, when we question ourselves, when we truly explore remembering ourselves and what we believed we were going to be capable of before the programming of the human experience started convincing us to believe this lie about survival. Many times, choosing to live authentically is going to feel very uncomfortable and uncertain at first, especially when this is coming with from decades of living under layers of inauthenticity. And these layers of inauthenticity have very powerful stories that we have created evidence for in our lives because we've told ourselves to get out there and act and look for the evidence of it. And we are clinging to those stories. So of course, it's going to feel uncomfortable and uncertain at first. That's terrifying to the brain. But that doesn't mean that we don't do it. That doesn't mean that we're not capable of it. That doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Our very first breath in this life was terrifying and uncomfortable, but we did it. Our very first step, standing up on our two feet and walking, was terrifying and uncomfortable, but we did it. Terrifying and uncomfortable is part of the human experience. It's part of the uncovering and the remembering who we are and what we came here to do. And that's what authenticity is about. And of course, it can feel, un it can feel uncomfortable because... As we move into remembering, at first, because of our attachment to these stories, it'll feel unfamiliar. But the longer we do it, the more we start remembering. And it's not so unfamiliar. It starts to have a color to it, a vibration to it, 
a sound to it, a feel to it that's all too familiar. And then we get drawn into wanting to show up for that. Choosing the discomfort that will come with the biology of being a human to follow that vibration, to follow that truth, to follow that remembering. And while our human body, our brain, our biology will convince us, no, this is dangerous, no, this is uncomfortable, stop, stop, stop. It's going to fight you on this. And that's why at first it feels so uncomfortable because this is what you're attached to as being you. You've forgotten who you actually are. And in the remembering, we slowly get to recognize that all of that signaling from the biology, from the psychology, from the social programming, is simply a story. And sure, it feels familiar now because we've bought into it for 30, 40, 50 years. I don't know how long you've been buying into it. But when you start remembering the infinite being that you actually are that came into this life, that has been around for unfathomable amounts of time, that came into this life to bring something to this life that only it is capable of bringing. When you start remembering that, these stories that we feel so attached to, that have so much urgency to them, that create this feeling of discomfort as we start to question them and explore breaking away from them, the pull of these stories starts to lose its grip. And we start to recognize the desire to follow the journey of authenticity. But yes, in the beginning, it can feel uncomfortable and unfamiliar. It can feel uncomfortable as you call into question stories and beliefs that you have clung to out of some idea or illusion of security or certainty. Pulling those stories out and then calling them into question to see what you actually want to believe is there. I know in our brains we think, oh, well, obviously that would feel so good. That would feel so great, right? And then when we start doing it and the discomfort comes up, all of the emotions come up. We're like, oh, no, no, I must be doing this wrong. This is bad. Go back, go back, go back. But when you start pulling these stories up, start exploring based in what you want out of life, not what you've been programmed to believe you should need to and have to want out of life, not what you're afraid of in life and therefore feel like you should avoid and then therefore you should want to these things over here because it will avoid what you're afraid of. When you do this, of course, it will feel uncomfortable. You are asking your biology and your brain to do something that it is not programmed to do because that biology is attached to this story of life. This is the magnificent part about being a human being is that we are a spiritual being that is living through a biological body. And that biological body has its signaling, has its programming that is based in the circumstance, the experience, the story of life, not in the truth of who we are and what we came here for. And when we keep buying into that story, believing that story and attaching to that story, the more we do that, of course it feels uncomfortable at first to call that story into question, to release parts of those stories that no longer serve us, to show up as the real us that we are slowly opening our eyes to and remembering that we are. As we explore this, our brain is going to throw out all of the evidence of why this is dangerous to do. But the more we do it, the more we create evidence of the fact that we're not in danger by doing this. At first, your brain, like I said, it's going to convince you that this process is a, a life or death situation. But you have to remember that it is your job, your job to tell your brain, to tell your biology what you're here to do and why. And ask it to look for new evidence. 
And in this case, looking for evidence, that uncovering of these stories, that exploring them and rewriting them, is helping you, not harming you. And you have the responsibility of reminding your biology of this and managing the emotions that come up. That is what I do as a coach is helping people to understand when these emotional experiences come up as they start to uncover their real true selves and remember their authenticity, remember who they are. And then their brain and their biology comes in and starts setting off all the alarms like, oh God, I must be doing something wrong. This is where my coaching comes in as helping them explore what is that signal actually there for? What is it trying to tell you? What is the truth behind it? What is the fear pointing at that you want to remember? So my friends, exploring and changing these old stories and beliefs to more authentic ones, at first, yes, it can feel very uncomfortable to a brain that has been running in survival mode for most of its life. It hasn't been managed. It hasn't been grasped and cradled with compassion and love by you and said, yes, I get that you're afraid. I understand why. But here's what we're going to do. Here's how you are going to serve us in this life for our higher purpose. You have that power to use that brain as your tool and retrain it. Shift it out of that inauthentic story into a new one that you write. Not that survival and circumstance wrote for you. But I I want to tell you, at first, when we start choosing to live authentically, be ready for that story of discomfort that's going to come up at first. And it is going to be powerful. It's going to throw everything at you, its entire arsenal, because you are questioning its very identity. And you are attached to that identity. But remember that you get to write that story too, once you recognize it and recognize that it is only a story. Choosing to live authentically can also feel uncomfortable because there are things that you used to do to take part in, things that you, activities you took part in in your past. And you're going to choose as you remember who you are and what you're here for to no longer take part in them because they don't align with the direction that you want to go in your life, that you're remembering that you wanted to go. You recognize how these behaviors stop you hinder you, slow you down, weigh you down, and hold you back from showing up as the real you. And so you'll want to release them. And as you let go of these parts of your story and those behaviors that go along with them, it can feel uncomfortable, especially as the people in your life around you who thought that they knew who you were based on the behaviors Because that's how they're portraying you, is the story that they have about your behaviors in the past that were actually a result of you reacting to inauthentic layers of things that you took on. They've interpreted those behaviors to write a whole entire story about who you are, what you are, and what you're capable of. And they will remind you of it over and over and over and over and over again as you try to create your new story. They will remind you of it. And they will... They will do it with urgency too because you changing your story challenges theirs and that terrifies them as well. Because remember, when we go to change our story, when we challenge our story of life, our brain sets off all of the alarms. So you changing your story, you changing how you show up in life is going to set off alarms in other people as their brains, as their spiritual being wakes up and starts to say, hey, you can do this too. And it terrifies them. Because their brain goes into full alert mode 
of why, no, 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 we're not going to do that. That's terrifying. Oh my God, that's so uncertain. That's so scary. Why is this person, oh, this person thinks that they're going to, and starts making up all these stories about how they've got to pull you back into being exactly what they thought you were so that they don't have to question their own story about life and feel that uncertainty, that discomfort of waking up to remembering who they are and unattaching from the story that they've been clinging to of survival for their whole entire life. It will scare people as you start to express yourself in life in a newer and truer way. And that feels uncomfortable. As people start trying to remind you of who you are and trying to pull you back into behaviors that they recognize you as being those behaviors. I experienced this. I'm speaking from experiences, my, uh, my friends. This isn't just like me talking theoretically here. I experienced this many times as I changed my life from one where I was in this constant victimhood and people-pleasing and surviving circumstances that I felt like I just had to deal with. When I decided to take my power back and start creating a life that I was actually excited to live with intention, I had friends, I had acquaintances, I had relatives who didn't want to accept this change because it challenged their story of life. It challenged their identity with victimhood, and they weren't ready yet to see that. And so it's like this analogy of crabs in a pot pulling anyone who tries to climb out back in. This is why that happens. It's not because these people are evil and wrong and bad. It's because you challenging your story challenges their victimhood. And they are terrified of that because they're so deeply entrenched in the identity of it. And it will terrify them. And they will cling. They will grab. They will grasp. They will pull, they will do whatever it takes to try and prove to themselves that what the story that they had of you is true. Because if they believe that you are capable of showing up differently in life, then they also have to believe that they can too. And that challenges them. And they will challenge you. So I want to encourage you if you begin this journey and see that happening in your life, this is normal. This is, this is supposed to happen. It is part of the journey. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean you're doing something against these people to harm them. They will try and maybe convince you that you are. Part of the authentic journey is about releasing the responsibility of those stories. My friends, my acquaintances wanted to keep trying to remind me of who they thought I was based on how they interpreted me from my behaviors before I decided to change my life and take my power back. They would tell me stories about how I was making my life miserable and boring because I no longer did these things that they used to call fun with me and this is who I am and blah, 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 blah. And they told me about their experience of me and this is who you are and this is what makes you fun. And I, it took me so long to be able to recognize these are just their stories. They're not mine. I get to choose my story. And what was so cool is the more I, I would feel these stories that these people would kind of like try and dump back on top of me and I could feel the layers wanting to close back up around me and I was like, nope, 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 we're not going to do that. We're not believing these stories. I would feel these stories and I would remind myself how, how it's just a story and just let it be there. I didn't resist it. I didn't tell them they're wrong. I didn't tell them, you know, tell them off or give them a piece of my mind or, you know, I just listened to the story. And thought, huh, that's interesting. That's interesting. That is an interesting story of interpreting me. And being able to recognize slowly who I wanted to believe I was. And being able to see the vast difference between the stories that other people were telling me about who I should be, could be, had to be, was, and am still, and will always be. 
the more I listened to those stories and was able to recognize the difference between them and the remembering of who I am. It brought this peace to my journey. It brought this energy of, I don't need to try and convince anyone. I get to be. I get to show up. I get to express myself as the story that I write. And the more I did that, without fighting my friends, without fighting the acquaintances, without trying to disprove their stories or rebuttal their stories or, you know, whatever, the more I did that, the more I just started showing up with peace of knowing who I was remembering that I was. It was like the real, the people that wanted to see me, that wanted to see what I was capable of, started showing up in my life, started following the journey. And I started noticing that they were challenging themselves too. Some people fell away. They didn't want to keep up with the journey for whatever reason. That's okay. I was able to release the responsibility of those stories with peace, even as they screamed at me and yelled at me and told me that I was selfish and that I was wrong and that I was bad and that, you know, I was a terrible friend and, you know, I was going to come back and all of this. I was just able to hear it and have love and compassion for these people and recognize that these were stories and know where they're coming from because I was living in that story too. And it doesn't make their story bad or wrong, but it's not mine. It doesn't have to be mine. And that was such a powerful experience for me to feel that happen, to watch that happen, to experience that happen, to write a new story as this was happening. And I just want to encourage you all to recognize that this will be part of the journey of authenticity. People are going to try and convince you and remind you of who they think you are based on how they interpreted your behaviors before. And I want to encourage you to recognize that these are simply stories. Just like the story you used to live in, this is theirs. They're not telling you about you. They're telling you about their story of life. And you can listen to it with the utmost openness, compassion, love, and presence because it doesn't change who you are or the journey that you choose to be on if you continue to choose authenticity. But I want to encourage you in the beginning If it feels uncomfortable, if it feels dangerous, if it feels like you're being selfish, if it feels like you're doing something against other people, this is also a story. And you get to write the story. You don't have to believe it. If it stops you from showing up as your truest self, if it stops you from remembering who you are and what you're capable of, if it blocks you from that ability, if it says, nope, you have to stop here, this is all you're capable of, this is what you're limited to, release the story. That is all that is holding you back from moving forward. I want to encourage you to do this. So I want you all to recognize choosing authenticity, it's not going to be about ease, it's not going to be about comfort, it's not going to be about pleasure all the time. I chose to coach in authenticity as my niche because it is the very foundation of living a fulfilling life. And I know this because I lived on both sides of the coin. And I've seen so many people live on both sides of the coin. I've seen, I've seen the powerful shift that people's lives take when they begin to explore true authenticity. And what it would mean for them to live authentically. I've seen it happen in so many lives. I've seen it happen in mine. I've experienced it. I know the power of authenticity firsthand. And I've I've seen it in lives around me. People lose sight of who they actually are and their truest desires and dreams and their values. 
And that person gets mixed in with so many shoulds and have-tos and need-tos as we show up in this life. And unless we are intentional about not letting that happen, then we start burying ourselves under layers of inauthenticity. And when we're children, we don't understand that this is happening. We don't understand the power that we have to not take on those layers. So yes, we have them in adulthood. And part of the beautiful experience of being a human being is peeling those layers back, is the remembering. This is part of our journey as a human to get covered up and then have the joy of uncovering and remembering the beautiful, powerful, unstoppable being that we came into this life as. Social norms are constantly asking us to think about and worry about and feel responsible for how other people will interpret us and choose to interpret us and that those interpretations are what we have to deal with, what we have to believe about ourselves, what we have to prove wrong to these people and get them to believe something different before we're allowed to believe what we want to believe about ourselves, what we want to remember about ourselves. And we all buy into this lie, which is a huge source of the choice to start hiding under the layers of inauthenticity and forgetting who we really are and what we really want from this life. And authenticity is about removing that. This is what I coach people in, my friends, is remembering, uncovering, seeing the stories, finding them where they are, and stop looking at them as if they're just facts about life that we have to accept, that we have to deal with, and that we have to survive. One thing that I want you to become aware of today and begin consciously considering Humans are not innately good at choosing authenticity for many reasons. So don't lie to yourself and convince yourself like, oh, no, 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 I can be authentic. I know how to do that. This is, yeah, 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 I hear you. Authenticity, blah, 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 blah. I don't need your help to do that. I can do it on my own, you know, whenever I'm ready. I'm going to call bullshit. Humans are terrible at living authentically. Because of everything I've talked about so far, Humans are innately terrible at choosing authenticity for many reasons. I want you to begin to examine your own life to see where you may be, you may be labeling behaviors as authentic when really they are behaviors that are a reaction to an old story that you bought into, believed, and held onto from a long time ago when you first started trying to survive the story of circumstances in this life. Stories that you held on to before you knew your power to create a life that you want. So many of you out there are reacting to old stories and calling it authenticity. Because it feels true in the moment. Because it's a story that you've bought into for decades. So of course it feels true in the moment. But that doesn't mean it's authentic. Authenticity is of undisputed origin. You don't even know where that story came from because you bought it from someone else. You don't know where they bought it from and who they bought it from and who they, and from back, you don't know. So it is not authentic. This is what makes these behaviors inauthentic is because they are a reaction to a story you did not write and you don't even know where it came from. I didn't get into coaching on authenticity because it was something easy for people to grasp. I didn't do it because it was something that was like, oh, okay, well, this is something I can teach people quickly. This will be something easy. No, I did it because it is essential to our well-being, to our own life's fulfillment, to our individual purposes in life, for us to grasp it, for us to embrace it, for us to follow it. But so few people are doing this. And so few people, so many people are calling what they're doing authentic when really what it is is just layers of inauthentic bullshit. 
of stories that you've bought and believed to be true for so long that you feel like they're just facts about life. So few people consider what true authenticity would actually mean and how to live it. So many of you out there have these powerful stories of people-pleasing and survival that you are attached to. And beginning to live authentically will ask you to carve out intentional time for self-examination. Humans are not good at living authentically. And many of the reasons why have to do with our biological design. And I want to talk about a few of those here to kind of show you you're not good at living authentically. And this is why I'm encouraging you. This is why I coach in authenticity and I'm encouraging you. If you want to wake up and start living your most authentic and fulfilling life, it is the most powerful thing you can do for your life. It is the most freeing thing you can do for your life. And you don't want to do it by yourself. And here's why. Our biological design is trained to seek certainty, safety, comfort, and pleasure, all while trying to spend as little energy as possible. So what does this mean for authenticity? Well, to our biology, groups mean safety. Groups mean we start comparing. Groups mean we start taking on behaviors that revolve around conformity. And I'm not saying that conforming is necessarily bad when it comes from a space of authenticity. But what conforming has been for most of us is about judgment, comparison, fear, uncertainty, and self-rejection. We can conform to behaviors within a society when we know why we authentically want to to create something that we authentically want in life. But when we are doing it, because we're afraid of what other people will think of us, because we're afraid of what that means about us, because we are comparing our life to someone else's and thinking ours should be like theirs. This is the danger of our biology telling us, stay with the group at all costs. This is one reason why our biology makes us innately terrible at living authentically. Also, safety and certainty. They're strong desires of the primitive brain. And this drive in the brain will convince you that taking risk is not worth it. That it's not worth it to step into the uncertainty of living a new story about life that wasn't already handed to you. Because for some reason, because of our idea about being a part of the group, we take these stories and believe that somehow there's more certainty attached to them. We forget the fact that they were also made up by another human being and handed down to another human being from another human being from another human being, all of whom just made up a story about life and handed it down to the next person. And we just all keep accepting the stories and forgetting that we get to write it. So your biology, because of this desire for safety and certainty, you will choose the illusion of safety and someone else's make-believe story of life that stems from their own story about surviving circumstance. And then you will survive a set of circumstances that involve internal rejection, playing small, and always wondering what you have been capable of. If you had just remembered and believed who you actually are. The biological drive for comfort and pleasure are also a strong desire of the primitive brain. Which means that if you don't choose authenticity with intention... The brain will convince you to just keep surviving circumstances and that your fulfillment and joy in life is just to seek out moments of temporary pleasure, short-sighted pleasure, no matter what cost or self-rejection it comes along with, because at least it feels good in the moment. 
And that's your pleasure in life. That's your fulfillment in life. And so many of you out there are just jumping from pleasure hit to pleasure hit to pleasure hit to dopamine rush to dopamine rush to dopamine rush and believing that this is your joy in life. This is your fulfillment in life. And I'm sorry, but this is sad. Our society has programmed us to believe that this is how we get joy and fulfillment out of life, is just buy the new thing, buy the new, or eat the new tasty thing, drink the new tasty drink, you know, go on the next pretty vacation to pretty scenery where you can forget about how you're not showing up in your life and doing the things that you want. Just keep distracting yourself with pleasure and then more pleasure and then more pleasure. And then, you know, every now and then you'll have to go back to the quote unquote real life and then hate it until you can get your next vacation and your next weekend and your next break from it. And that this is what life is. Your biology will convince you to survive that story over and over and over and over and over again and experience burnout and experience depression, and experience anxiety along with it. My friends, your biology is not going to help you live authentically, innately. Lastly, but not least, the biological design will convince us to conserve energy at all costs. Because biology is only designed to keep the body animated, which means making sure that it has energy to do so. Biology isn't concerned with what you truly want out of life. Biology isn't concerned with what would be fulfilling for you in life. It will make sure you seek out just enough pleasure, no matter how short-sighted, no matter what damage it does, no matter how much it holds you back from what you truly want in life and tells you to just choose self-rejection because at least you get this little, you get the pleasure right now, right? That's what matters. It will, your biology will convince you to seek out just enough pleasure that you won't just let yourself die, but then will convince you that anything further is just too risky. It's too risky to expend the energy on. Meaning that what you authentically want to create in this life, that is your true purpose, what you're actually here for, will be pushed to the background by a biology. Unless you make the conscious decision to bring it to the foreground and choose conscious sovereignty and command over your biology and brain instead of letting it run you and tell it, I get that you want to conserve energy. I get that you don't feel like doing it right now. I understand. That's biology. But here's why this is important for us. Here's why we want to do this. Here's what is truly fulfilling for me and what I want to create in this life. And so while my biology is screaming, no, it's dangerous, it's uncertain, I'm going to show up for me. And remember who I am. Remember the badass that I am that I came into this life as and what it is that I came here to do. This is why I coach on authenticity. It is the essential key to owning your life and creating a fulfilling one. It's not one of them. It is the essential key. Without it, fulfilling life is not an option. It is the essential key to unlocking your truest and fullest potential. Which I promise you, <laughs> when you start remembering it and seeing it, is effing amazing. I know that you don't believe that right now because you are so buried under so many stories that you've accept accepted about life and about yourself. But I promise you, when you start to see just a glimpse of what you're truly capable of, it is amazing. Today in this episode, my friends, I, want to, I wanted to begin to create awareness for all of you in your life about where you may be letting your biology, your social programming, your psychological programming to lie to you 
and convince you to continue living under layers of inauthenticity and reacting to stories of inauthenticity and then calling that authenticity and being like, nope, I don't need any help. I've got authenticity down to a key. I can tell someone off. I can give someone a piece of my mind. I can do what feels comfortable for me in the moment. I can choose ease. Stop letting your biology, stop letting your social programming and psychology lie to you for the sake of clinging to the illusion of certainty and safety and some story of survival that someone else handed down to someone else handed down to someone else handed down to someone else and somehow landed in your lap before you remembered that you don't have to believe it. I want you to begin to consider that another story is out there just waiting for you to remember it, to uncover it, to begin living it. And within that story is so much amazing and powerful potential that currently, day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, and second by second, you are choosing to reject it internally over and over and over. And that pain you feel right now in your life is a result of you choosing that. Using up your time in this life to reject that potential over and over. And then wondering why you don't feel accepted. Wondering why you don't feel loved. Wondering why you don't feel fulfilled in life. As more and more layers of inauthenticity bury you as you cling to that story of survival. And you just keep living under it. My friends, choosing authenticity, yes, it feels uncomfortable, but it's not this journey of resistance and willpower and giving up things in life. No, it is about removing the weight of those things from your life so you can discover the powerful, beautiful, freeing energy of going after what you truly, truly want in life when you can release those stories and feeling the freedom to do so unstoppably. I want to say here, you can choose. You can choose to keep living under the story of inauthenticity. You can do it for the rest of your life. And I'm not here to say that's the bad choice, that's the wrong choice, you shouldn't do that. I am here to simply remind you, remind you that there is another story out there that part of you knows you want to believe, that you keep rejecting. If you look at this truly, you will begin to see that this is a choice that you are making and it is one that you're convincing yourself to keep making. But it doesn't mean that it has to be the one that you're stuck with for the rest of your life. I want you to begin to consider why you would want to keep choosing that story when the other option is to choose a story in which you thrive in a life that is truly yours to authentically journey through and uncover and remember and free yourself. A life that you are excited to live in that is full of potential that will blow your mind and have you literally waking up every day excited to see what you're capable of creating with that potential. That's the story that I'm here to tell you today is possible to live in with authenticity and fulfill your life through. And it all starts with choosing the journey of authenticity. And I can show you how to get there. I've done it with hundreds of people before. You don't have to choose this path. I'm not telling you you should or have to. But I'm here to tell you that you can. Whatever story is telling you you shouldn't and aren't able to, I want you to question that story. Because I'm here to tell you that you can. You are able. You are powerful enough. And you are worth it. You are so worth it you can't even begin to fathom how worth it you are. So my question for you is why wouldn't you pick that story? If you want to choose to continue following the story of survival 
and burying yourself under these inauthentic layers of circumstance and surviving those circumstances, I'm not here to tell you that you can't or shouldn't do that. I'm here to tell you to stop lying to yourself about the fact that it is a choice you are making. I'm here to tell you to tell yourself the truth about your decision. Give yourself the chance to get your power back at least, and then make that choice a conscious decision. If you want to keep choosing to live that story, do so, and do it with your human power. You can choose to do it for as long as you want to, but I'm here to remind you, if that story has any I should, I have to, I need to, I must in it. I'm here to tell you, give yourself permission to release that because you don't. You don't have to keep living it. And when you're ready to see what amazing potential awaits you and remembering who you are and what you're here for and what you're capable of creating when you're, when you're seeing all of that and uncovering all of that, When you choose that journey of uncovering that, I'm here to guide you into that and show you how to do it unstoppably. It's your time to rise and thrive. If you feel this episode calling out to you, it is your time to rise and thrive. And you have the power to make that choice. You are worthy enough to make that choice for yourself. It's your time to rise and thrive. I'll talk to you again here next week. Until then, ciao. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the content of this podcast. If you did, please subscribe so that you're one of the first people to know when I release a new episode each week. If you have any questions or if you have interest in learning more about the coaching that I do with my clients one-on-one, then just head over to my website at www.lifecoachseth.com. That's www.lifecoachseth.com. There you're going to have the ability to reach out to me for questions that you might have or to book your free discovery call with me to discuss what one-on-one coaching with me might be like for you. You can also check out and order your copy of my book to get a taste of what I'm all about as a person and as a coach. I'm so happy that you joined us today and I hope to have you here again next week. So until then, let authenticity be the guide to your most unstoppable and fulfilling journey of life.